30 minutes or so, absolutely no agenda, and working on the second class of whatever. That's when the evening gets interesting, when the stories and thoughts just come, like a work week too full that tips over and the pent-up laughter pours out. These are the unguarded thoughts and opinions, the anecdotes and antics, the conversations that just plain happen on a Thursday night, when you're two beers in. Now, here are the hosts of Two Beers In, Brett Weaver and Monica Ballard. What? Oh wait, that's not loud enough. What I was thinking of doing was, and maybe EK is going to help me with it, is I get some kind of signage put on the yellow box. Uh-huh. So when I take it off, I can just, it'll have the sign there. Yay! And then I might even put in a little um, fold-out tripod type thing inside to where when I open it up, then all I have to do is just do like that and set it on top so then it stands up by, on its own. Uh-huh. So anybody who walks up, it's going to be like three beer, <laughs> three beers. Three in. beers. <laughs> Obviously, <right>. we've <laughs> mistaken. Two beers we're, in. We're starting a new show. Yeah. And That's right. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a sequel. It's a, uh, yes, it's, it's a spinoff. Two and a half beers. <laughs> Two and a half beers. Uh, oh, you know what we didn't do? We beers. Didn't, we didn't. Yeah. We didn't. Beers, 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 beers. <laughs> Where are you going? I realized that we didn't do something. What did we not do? We didn't put the, the popper stopper on there. Oh. Which just became very apparent why we had wow. that on there. There we go. Here, put that condom on there, please. <laughs> Pardon, pardon the mufflization yeah, the here. the muffling. There we go. Gosh, it's, it's okay. been so long since I've done anything like that. Really? <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> you, you got me. I, <laughs> I usually almost always allow the guy to put on the, um, the microphone, the windscreen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not, this isn't a sex joke. Of course it isn't. Yes. Maybe three beers in would have low, low brow humor like that, but not this show. We like all the brows in our humor. <laughs> low, high, one, una. <laughs> una, U- unibrow, yes. unibrow humor. Yes. Okay, good. Hey, you're listening to Two Beers In. I am uh, one of your hosts, Brett Weaver, and I've uh, enjoyed a frosé. <laughs> I think so. And uh, now I'm enjoying a gin and tonic with a shot of Angostura bitters. Which is your summertime drink. Yes. That's your go-to stuff right there. Yum. My go-to stuff, by the way, I'm Monica Ballard, your um, co-host. And um, I'm having an Austin's East Cider original Ori- cider, not the hopped, not no. the blood orange. No. Too much, too many carbs in the blood orange. Yes. Yeah, too much. Really straight up sugar. Too much sugar going on there. Yeah, so that's right. I would have to be on the old street strider for an extra block or two. And you're like, why do that when it's no. 100 degrees and outside? It's, and it's so much easier just to 
to drink something different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just don't. How about you don't? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so you have brought uh, some fun things. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a, a very enticing email from um, uh, from someone over in Nigeria. Okay. Who kind of put me down for believing that the Amerian prince or Nigerian prince or something like that was ever going to send me money. Not that I've ever replied to anyone like that. But this is from, this is regarding the Economice and Financial Crime Commission. The Economice. E-C-O-N-O-M-I-C-E. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's see where this goes. And he says, sometimes... I do wonder if you are really, really with your senses. Starts off with an egg. Get it. Yeah, yeah. How could you keep trusting people and at the end you will lose your hard-earned money? Or are you being deceived by their big names? The big names? The big names. They impersonate on many offices claiming to be governors, directors, chairman of one office or the other. Their game plan is only just to extort your hard-earned money. Now the question is, how long will you continue to be deceived? At least five more minutes. Please. Yeah. Please allow me to be deceived. (laughs) Sometimes they will issue you fake check, introduce you to fake diplomacy delivery, unexisting online banking, and they will also fake wire transfer of your fund with payment stop order and even send you fake ATM cards, etc. Rude. I know. Anyway, by virtue of my position with the Economice and Financial Crime Commission... Is this a uh, government agency? Is that what he's saying? That is apparently what he is... Uh, What is his position? He is chairman of... Oh, I'm sorry. It's Economic and Financial Crime Commission on the signature. So it's different. It's different in the subject. Interesting. Yes. There's some. I, I'm smelling a rat is all I'm More saying. More often than not, I sit down and laugh at your ignorance. Now, is this any way to gain my trust? Really? Really? Yeah, if you're, if you... Ibrahim. <laughs> Ibrahim. 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 Okay. Yes. Well, that's a trustworthy name, too. Uh, sure. So, uh, he, he closes with, Please, I beseech you to stop pursuit of shadows and being deceived. Feel free to contact me immediately you receive this mail so that I can explain to you the modus operandi. Oh, wow. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Guiding he knows your, Latin. Guiding the release <laughs> of your payment. Do not panic. Be rest assured that this arrangement will be guided by your embassy here in Nigeria. And and don't forget to bring your towel. You are urgently requested to provide me with the following information. Full name, address, telephone number, passport, or national identity copy. Contact me upon the receipt of this mail if you wish to receive your fund and stop wasting your hard-earned money. Why, why doesn't he just send her a ch- send you a check? I I guess because he needs my address. All right. I await your urgent response. You can just say, "Hey, hook me up through PayPal." Yeah, you can just really. send it through PayPal. Yours sincerely, Mr. Ibrahim Mustafa Magoo. 
That's right. Magoo. I have a letter here written by Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo. You've done it again. Mr. Magoo, (laughs) I read your letters and I just couldn't believe my eyes. (laughs) Maybe there's some kind of mix-up. Some kind of crazy (laughs) mix-up where uh, you have been... Dear Mr. Magoo, I've seen your cartoon show. I enjoy it. I particularly loved your Christmas Carol version. (laughs) It remains to this day my favorite. You should, I'm serious. Ringle, ringle, coins when they jingle make such a lovely sound. (laughs) Is that a Rankin Bass show? No. Uh, No. 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 No, I don't think so. Please include some uh, razzleberry dressing. Razzleberry dressing? (laughs) I would like some razzleberry dressing. So yes, that's fantastic. Uh, Mr. Magoo wrote to me. Uh, just if anyone's listening to this and <laughs> and wants to uh, respond to him, I would say don't, unless you want to. I tried that once, or I've read about other people leading them on. Yeah, it is just an exercise in futility. Right, they're relentless. They will not give up. Right. You and right. No matter how much you put them down, saying, "Well, I don't understand." Wait, you said that, you know. Yeah. And no, it it's just not worth it. It's just not fun. No. It's not no. fun enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you received your funds for your hat? Yes, I have. I have not. I know, but he has it set aside. Here's the thing, though. All right. And the, I did and, send him my receipt. And you did go into the rabbit hole? Did you see your... Yes, I did go yes. into and the rabbit hole. And it's your, your photo there. Yes. In the Monday morning memo rabbit hole of <laughs> July the 2nd. 2nd, yeah. With, uh, with a notation under your photo. Like we said last week, it's a really long story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't think we told the story, did we? It's really simple. Really what happened was is it was just a side comment that I had to make. Of course. Because it's like I said, I <laughs> like to give Roy... Roy uh, H. Williams, uh, best-selling uh, author. author. Yes. New York I, uh, Times bestseller list, The Wizard of Ads. Bon vivant. Yes, sure. raconteur. Raconteur. <laughs> he will always tell some kind of story, and he'll get pretty deep. <laughs> It gets pretty deep, okay? And uh, many people look up to him. Uh, I am impressed with him, but I don't look up to him. Uh, And it ends up that both he and I lived in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, both graduated from Broken Arrow High School. Yes. So he was in a story, and I don't even remember what the story was. I don't even remember. But it always seems something along the lines of, so I'm talking to the Dalai Lama. (laughs) And, you know, it's because that's how I remember it. Yes, yes. It's not true, but it's it's along those lines. So there I am in Studio 54 (laughs) talking to the Dalai Lama. And John Lennon. And John Lennon, and he was wearing this hat. And it wasn't really that ridiculous of a hat. It was just 
not an Aussie hat. It was a Tilly. A Tilly. It was a Tilly hat, which is... Australian. It is Australian. It's it's a rain hat and sun hat combined. Yes. A perfectly fine hat. Yes. And he was wearing it, and I sometimes like to see if I can throw him off. So he says, there I am in Studio 54 with a line of cocaine talking to (laughs) the Dalai Lama, and I said, were you wearing that hat? And it just stopped him. And he looks at me, he goes, what? I go, I'm just wondering, I'm just... He goes, what's wrong with my hat? There's nothing wrong with your hat. I'm just trying to get a visual. Just get of, the full picture To here. get the full picture here. And that, he just goes... And he turns to... Who was it that he turned to? Lawrence? Is that his name? No, I can't remember. Yeah, big guy. Uh, I want to say Ed. No, I don't, no, I don't think it's Ed. Eugene? No, it's no, not it's it either. Not okay, his name's Lawrence. So he turns to Lawrence <laughs> and he says to Lawrence, "What is the best hat store in Austin?" And Lawrence says, uh, "Well, that would be the the uh, uh, what is it, Gorin Brothers?" Gorin Brothers uh, on Congress. Uh, yeah, on South, Con- South Cat. And I was like, "Well, that's really interesting that it's not a a cowboy hat store." And he's like, "No, no, it's Gorin Brothers." And and Roy says. Okay, I want you to go to Gorin Brothers and pick out the best hat there and show up this next Friday, now, and I'll pay for that hat. There were seven of us in earshot of that challenge. Yes. And, so, and then somebody else walked up, and he included them, too. Yeah, so I had to make sure that the... I'm just making sure that the details were hammered down, and I was like, "Okay, what kind of budget?" Because we, I immediately, I've got the, oh, yeah. I've got the website open, and yeah. I'm looking right now, and I'm like, "What's our budget?" I was like, "Because I'm not paying forty bucks for for a hat, they they cost more than that." And he goes, three hundred dollars." I go, "Per person?" Three hundred dollars per person. Three hundred dollars per person. That's a challenge. And he's like, "Yes," and I was like, "Can we get multiples?" He's like, "No, <laughs> no, just checking one hat." I'm just checking. So uh, they even have the Henry, the Henry, Henry Jones. Jones, which is uh, is kind of like the uh, Indiana Jones hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and I said to him, I said, Roy, I'm gonna do. We're we're gonna shake on this. And he's like, Yeah. And I said, And I just want you to know, I have a podcast. <laughs> and if you welch on this, we will bury you. Five people are gonna find out about this. <laughs> Uh, and so he's like, deal, 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 handshake, yep. fist bump, yep. everything. So we both, Monica and I, went to Gorin Brothers mm-hmm. and took considerable amount of time to find the perfect hat. Yes. I found the Mississippi something. Yes. And I found the Andrea Corleone. Yes. A fedora. And we did show up that next Friday, mm-hmm. and Roy was not there. <laughs> but... He but, had deputized Jeremy. Yes. Another Aussie. Yes. Uh, to take pictures of everyone's hats mm-hmm. and their receipts. Yes. And so last Friday, Roy shows up and he gets out an envelope from the bank. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty thick envelope. Sure. And he goes, saw your hat, love the photos. They're going to appear in the, in the memo rabbit hole this next Monday how much did your hat cost and I said $140 and he said how much money do you have with you right now and I said wait 
a second. Hold on. Hang on. This sounds like a Brian Brushwood type of mm-hmm, scam mm-hmm, right here, mm-hmm. where I tell you how much something costs, and then you immediately, your first question is, how much money do you have with you? Yes. And he said, well, I just don't know if I have change. Mm. And I said, oh, that clarifies okay. it. All right. Back up, turn and around. And I said, I can cover any, um, any change. kind of change sure. thing you got. Won't we round but it down. turns out he had $140 with oh, him and nice. gave it to me in cash on the spot. Nice. And everybody who showed up, who was part of the, he paid everybody off except you. And yeah. he remembered that he had paid everyone off except you. Yes. And he repeated it. Like about three times. Sure. During the evening. Because he's afraid of me. I know that. No. He's afraid he of me. He had about five glasses of wine and he, oh, he was gets... handing out money. True. And just wanted to make sure that everybody had been paid off. And he yeah. said, So the only people I got left, Brian, who I'll see next week, and Brett, and I don't know when I'm going to see him. Right. But I, I still owe him money. Yes. And I said, yes. It's always nice when you know that Roy H. Williams owes you money. Yes. So, just saying. Uh-huh. It's not a bad uh-huh. it's not a bad position to be yeah. in. So I um I approached him about a few projects. Yes. And um, he gave the nod to two of the three. And kind of put me on hold on the third. Okay. But I, I gave him a timeline. I said okay. I need to know by end of September. September. Yeah. Uh, in case I have to recast, I want to up the effects, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And on all the projects, I said, don't worry about payout. This is something I want to do. I will fund it. And he, he waved. He waved me off like, no, your money's not good. <laughs> and he said, but here's the deal. You have to remind me yeah. of these projects. Yes. So that we can make it happen. He said, because about the fourth time that you remind me, I'll remember... Right. What I'm what I'm supposed to do here. <laughs> so okay. So every Friday. <laughs> hey Roy, just a reminder. Just a, no. That hey. won't do. It's got to be. I got to. I got to email it to his gatekeeper. Got it. And make sure I put in the subject line. You asked me to remind you of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are in favor of this. <laughs> uh, I this last weekend. Uh, E.K., my lovely wife, E.K., mm-hmm. our friend Jamie, uh-huh. and, uh, and uh, from, uh, from KUT, Mike, Michael Lee and his wife, uh, uh, Stacy, uh, we went to uh, Jester King Brewery in Dripping Springs. Uh-huh. Because I had been there previously, the last time that I went to... Um, Wizard Academy. Yes, yes, yes. I was uh, instead. I went to go to Pius, and Pius was closed. So Damn I just kind of, I just wandered. I wandered and found Jester King. That place is like. It's like what you see in travel magazines, but you don't actually believe is it exists, like or that it's way cooler on paper than it is in reality. Yeah. This place is really damn cool. I tell you, Dripping Springs, the coolness factor of that place has really... Yeah. They've really upped their game. Yeah. And so, yeah, we went and enjoyed pizza, and there was a nice jazz combo uh, and, and one part of the barn. Yes. And a nice field where uh, Little League baseball players were getting their team pictures. Oh. And then and, 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 um, um, Noble... Sandwich Company was there as well. Pizza, that, 
beer, fantastic. Good time. And then it got to be about 2 o'clock, and it was damn hot. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> I've, uh, um, I've been an, an indoor person mm-hmm. lately. It's just, yeah. Even yesterday, 4th of July, it was just kind of like, well, first of all, I stayed up way too late the night before. I went to a 10 o'clock movie. Which didn't get out until midnight. What movie did you see? I went to go see Jurassic World okay. Fallen Kingdom. Okay. Uh, and it was so cute. The little kid sitting beside me, as soon as he plopped down, I thought, oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, what's this going to be like? But every every time one of the, the raptors would appear on screen, he'd do this little thing with his... <laughs> With his hands like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. It was. Uh, he must have been about nine, nine years old. Or Adorable. Something like that. Yeah. So he was well behaved. Apparently, he had been schooled. Was it the equivalent of? I just want to watch Star Wars. Um, no, not really. Did you? Yeah, I told you that yeah. story. <laughs> I just want to watch Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> no, he was. He was pretty good. I, I was kind of protective of him during the previews though because those. Those are pretty hardcore previews. It was a late show. Yeah. So, you know, there were some S words thrown around in sure. some of the previews and things like that. And I'm, I, I, I kind of felt bad for the kid. Kind of, it's kind of, it's kind like, of like, hey, man. It's like, you're not coming to see this movie, are you? <laughs> you're not bringing him to see this film, right? That film right there <laughs> that, that we just that saw film. a preview of. Yeah. Because that would be bad. That would be bad. Yeah. So, but then after the, after the film... Um, the film. I remembered. Oh shit! It's Fourth of July, and yeah. who knows what grocery stores are going to be open right. tomorrow? Sure. Um, so I w- ended up at a twenty-four hour grocery store and shopped for the next hour. Nice. That's not a bad thing. And it made me remember driving home at two in the morning <laughs> because yes, by now it's two in the morning. Yes. When we first, when our family first moved to Florida in 1966, hmm. remember, we had spent our early years in small town Pennsylvania. Sure. We moved to Florida, and we didn't move to a town that was like bustling like Tampa or anything like that. It was still kind of a sleepy little town, but... Gosh darn it, they had a 24-hour grocery store sure. there. They had the Albertsons. It was yeah. open 24-7. Publix? They didn't have Publix uh, yet? They, uh, yeah, not in our neighborhood. Okay. Though. But um, I remember my mom couldn't sleep one night, and she went out grocery shopping, and she brought a, she brought everything back, and my dad heard her come hauling all the groceries in, and he came out to the kitchen, and he said, What the hell are you doing, Joe? And she said, I couldn't sleep, so I went grocery shopping. Here, help me put everything away. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I, it's just always stuck in my mind. It was kind of like, wow, we moved to kind of a an up-and-coming place. Sure. <laughs> I, 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 now my mom can mar- go to the market anytime she wants there's to. There's <laughs> definitely a plus to going in the middle of the night and getting your grocery shopping it's done. It's still amazing how many little kids... Are dragged along with with parents though, and you're like, what? What are you doing? Yes, are you are you just hoping to 
walk them around until they get sleepy. Or right. Something? Right. Or what? Maybe. What is going on? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the the help cleaning up is the only annoyance because they put everything in the way. Right. So as they're unstuck. Yeah, you're stuck. You're stuck. So before we run out of time, yes, I did want to bring this um, um, this up. My my good friend Mary Jackson, who works at the travel desk at the Capitol Visitor Center, mm-hmm. she's one of the most entertaining people online and in the world. Um, and that uh, <laughs> she the conversations that she has with her husband, she will sometimes post about them. Right. And she wrote in a conversation with her husband, with Bob, hey, you know why the lake never gives up her dead during the gales of November? <laughs> what? And Bob responds, as in the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> and Mary responds, the bacteria causes a dead body to bloat and rise to the top and it can't grow because the water's too cold, so the body usually is really well-preserved and freezing cold and laying face down at the bottom of the silt somewhere. Okay. And Bob says, thanks for clearing that up. (laughs) (laughs) So I responded, I said, I propose Gordon Lightfoot add two more verses to what is already a song that goes on for way too long. Way too long. But in the interest of science, explains everything. Bacteria will cause a dead body to bloat and rise to the top of the flotsam. Those buggers can't grow if the water's too cold, so the silt at the bottom has got them. (laughs) Way down at the bottom, the ship's crew remains. A battalion of dead they do herald. They stop with their ship to this day, it is said, with the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Okay, now I need to give that to my old radio partner, Bruce, <laughs> because he loves this song oh so much. God. I'm going to have to reach out to him and go, dude, you need to listen to this episode. <laughs> that, that song to me, oh my God. What, what is the... Because this happened, that happened... Like, when when did in the sixties? Yeah, yeah. And and that's why it's such an odd song because it sounds like a sea shanty, right? But it it's a contemporary sea shanty about an inland lake. Yeah. So it's not even an ocean or anything like that. It's a nor'easter that blew in when they didn't expect it and froze everything. But you would think that like there would be there would be a song to. A sea chanty that would go along with the perfect storm situation of the guys. Now yes. I've got to write a song. Oh, no. Oh, All right. But make it longer than the Edmund Fitzgerald. It will be two, <laughs> two verses longer than the... You know, and then we need to have a sea chanty for, for the, uh, the pirates in Somalia taking over. Yes. Yeah. I am the captain now. <laughs> I am the captain now. Who is Did the captain now? Say, who is the captain? <laughs> I am the captain. <laughs> and, and and when I was in college and my major was uh, uh, vocal performance, uh, that was one of the things that I complained about was that they were always making me 
perform sea shanties <laughs> or what I called, well, they were love or were love songs. Typecast. Oh my God. <laughs> it was either that and what I said, because I have no couth, I guess I'm not as delicate as others. I said, look, I don't want to sing any more sea shanties and I don't want to sing any sunshine up your ass songs. Can you give me something else? Because the joke that I had with the sea chanties was everything is drinking the beer and living in the sea and drinking the beer and li-. and my friends were like and living in the sea yes drinking yes, right, the yeah. beer and living in the sea. <laughs> wow! See, look, we had a song and a story. There you go. Today, yay! On two beers in. Um, uh, I need to. Uh, this is just like we're now we're we're getting to the end now. Uh, I need to find a way to Please explain. Rap. Yeah, I need to find a way to uh, to ex- do an explanation of how to subscribe. Okay. Uh, uh, if you are on iTunes, you can just go I am, in. I am. You are. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you can go to iTunes uh, into the iTunes app. Uh-huh. Look up podcasts, uh-huh. and then in it you put two with the number two beers in dash Austin. We are the first group that pops up. That's right. That's right. Yes, right. Don't We're forget that first. And it's the two, and we kept with the two beer. You'll see two glasses yes. of beer. Yes, the number two. If you're on Google Play. Uh, you would go to the podcast and look up Two Beers in Austin and do the same thing. Uh, if you're on Stitcher, we are on Stitcher now. And I know they actually give you wordage to... Uh, verbiage? Verbiage, wordage. Hey, I'm Two beer, I'm two Drinks <laughs> In. Uh, uh, you, it gives you verbiage on what you're supposed to say. I don't have that in front of me, so screw them. But... Technically, all three of them are sponsors. Stitcher is going to unstitch us. Yeah, they're going to be like, "Dude, you're out." Jeez, you're and, and so out. And if you're in any, if you have any podcast uh, uh, aggre- aggregator, nicely uh, done. Yes, uh, uh, like Mr. For, Magoo would be proud. Yeah, well, that's he, your modus operandi. That's my modus operandi. <laughs> uh, uh, if you're on uh, any other uh, pod aggregator, seeing all the seat, you made me start again. <laughs> You would just look up Two Beers In Dash Austin and uh, you would find us. Because I know that for the app that I use, which is not one of our sponsors, so <gasps> screw them, uh, uh, you would, I, I was able to look it up and, and connect. We also show up every uh, Monday or Tuesday. It's, if, if you have to wait, I'm going to tell you now, it's because of me. <laughs> I'm the reason. So, uh, but we've been pretty... We've been pretty we've been regular, pretty regular. On that. and uh, soon we'll be switching to the thirty-minute uh, uh, format, which we already have. Uh, by yes. the time you're listening to yes. this, but yeah. I'm just saying yeah. because I kind of like giving people a little bit of heads up mm-hmm. of saying this is where we are. Uh, so and anyway, speaking of where we are, we are at the Poodle Dog Lounge. Yes, uh, uh, known these no. days as the Aristocrat, the, the famous Aristocrat Lounge yes. on Burnett Road in Austin, Texas. Uh, North Austin, mm-hmm. and I think uh, it's time for me to go to T22 
and enjoy some fried chicken. <laughs> some hot chicken. Some hot chicken. So uh, we're glad that you joined us. I am Brett Weaver. I'm enjoying a still a gin and tonic with uh, Angostura bitters. I'm Monica Ballard, enjoying an Austin East Ciders original cider. Yes. And we want you to come visit us here and every Thursday. That's right. We got some mics set up. Yes. Come on, have a seat. We'll turn the music down just a little bit. By a third. <laughs> and then remind Austin, our bartender, no, the other one. And he'll be like, okay. Yes. So we will see you next time.